Ladies and gentlemen, talk spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me. Wherever you are joining me, rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. It's Thursday, and as we start to get back into another um, college football and NFL football weekend, one of the things that I, I was really thinking about is how much, like how much we expect from the wide receiver position. Um, full disclosure, I am I am by trade a wide receiver, a pass catcher. That is what I did when I played football. Um, so if you want to say there's bias on this, I am completely okay with you saying that. But the truth is this. There is no easier and more available scapegoat in football than the wide receiver. Just listen to the way that the narrative goes. Um, quarterback throws a ball, right? Quarterback throws a ball. It's a horribly thrown ball. Wide receiver makes a great catch. It's a good throw by the quarterback. Quarterback throws a ball. It's slightly out of the reach of the of the wide receiver. Oh, man, that wide receiver's got to find a way to get to that ball. Quarterback throws a ball. It's a horrible ball. The wide receiver makes a great adjustment to try to get his hands on it, but doesn't come down with the ball. Oh, man. Receiver, you got to be able to make those plays for your quarterback. Um, um, when is the quarterback going to take any responsibility? If the wide receiver only has one or two catches in the game for not a lot of yards, that's a failure on the receiver, not a failure on the quarterback. Now that they track targets, now that they track targets, you can see when a receiver isn't even getting like love. You can see when a receiver is not getting the support that it needs in order to be successful. So that brings me to this Odell Beckham Jr. situation. And I had some conversations on Twitter with some unrealistic Browns fans. Shout out to you, unrealistic Browns fans. To all of you realistic Browns fans who know, hey, I appreciate you guys. But even you guys tend to be a little bit on the unrealistic side when it comes to how you, how you look at your team. Because according to everybody, Carson, I mean, Baker Mayfield could do no wrong. Every time somebody criticizes Baker Mayfield, there's someone in Cleveland coming back and going, Baker Mayfield isn't the reason why. Or Baker Mayfield didn't do, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield. People had the nerve to say that Baker Mayfield was, was the best Cleveland Brown on the field after that game versus Pittsburgh. People actually said that with their mouths. They said that out loud. So I'd like to I'd like to tell you something. I'd like to, to, to explain something to you. What can a receiver do if a receiver 
is not targeted. So not even, if you don't even throw the ball to the receiver, what can a receiver do? I See, I hear a lot of people talking about, oh, Odell Beckham Jr. is like, you know, he's got an issue, blah, 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 blah. What has he done negative in Cleveland? What has he done? Let's let's review before we get into into right now. Let's review his first season with Cleveland. People acted like it was a disappointment, but he had a thousand yards. Matter of fact, his numbers in Cleveland were similar to his numbers in New York when he left. Thousand yards. Year two, they were talking about connection issues with him and Baker, but he was still tracking towards another thousand yard season when he gets hurt and how did he get hurt he didn't get hurt doing something selfish he got hurt helping out or trying to help out teammates that's something that normally gets you revered not reviled he comes back from injury this year this is year three comes back from injury this year having an okay year but not a great year and why why must you add might you add well it's simple you gotta get targets you must be targeted in order to have success you must have the ball thrown to you in order to have success so let's just look at what's different um in new york in new york he was when he played full seasons or the equivalent of full seasons, 12 plus games, he was targeted. He was targeted over 120 times a season. His first year in Cleveland, he was targeted 133 times. His average per catch has been somewhere around 14 yards his entire career. The thing that has dropped is his touchdowns, which you would expect, right? His first three years in the league, double-digit touchdowns. His next two years with the Giants, three and six touchdowns. First year with Cleveland, four touchdowns. Second year with Cleveland, he had three touchdowns in seven games. This year, zero. Let's look at the targets this year. He has 34 targets in six games 34 targets now we don't know how many of those are actually like on target but that's how many times they threw him the ball 34 times i'm sorry i'm sorry that's just not going to work it's not going to work it was it's been so bad this year You want to know how many targets Odell Beckham Jr. had against the Pittsburgh Steelers? A Steelers team that actually has issues with coverage? Anybody know how many times he was targeted versus Pittsburgh Steelers? I will tell you, he was targeted one time. Jarvis Landry was targeted 10 times. Austin Hooper, the worst of the two tight ends that they have, by the way, by far the worst. He might be third out of the three tight ends that they have. 
He was targeted six times. The running back, Dearness Johnson, he's the third string running back. He was targeted three times. Higgins, four targets. Bryant, two targets. And Joku, three targets. Um, what, What's the problem here? What is the issues? Oh, well, maybe they got Odell a, a, you know, a ball carrying. Nope, no carries. So you have one of the best Swiss Army knives in the NFL, somebody who teams that were led by Tom Coughlin were able to figure out how to get the ball to on a regular basis, and you can't get the ball to him. It's not necessarily a diss on Baker Mayfield, even though people want to make it seem as if it's it's just Baker versus you know Odell, which I don't think it is. I don't think it's an indictment on Baker Mayfield, but you gotta ask the question, right? Why can't Baker Mayfield, or why isn't Baker Mayfield getting the ball to Odell Beckham Jr.? Is he not getting him the ball because it's not designed, there are not designs for him to get the ball? And if that is the case, then why are there not designs for that man to get the ball? Why would you have, why would you not have plays in place that get the ball into the hands of your most dynamic wide receiver? At the end of the day, you know what's happened? He has not fallen off his yards per reception, still the same as it's been. So why are there not more plays that are designed to get him the ball? It would only make sense. It would only make sense that you would want to have plays in place to get this man the ball. Yet, yet, the, the narrative that's being painted, the narrative that's being painted is, oh, well, he's a malcontent. Well, man, that's so that's so convenient. Let's conveniently blame the wide receiver who does not get the ability to throw himself the ball for lack of production. Well, you know, his father came out and, you know, eh, let's be real about it. Somebody on Odell Beckham's team put that together. Somebody on Odell Beckham's team put that together. And then they used the father to... The, we're smart enough to get that, right? We're smart enough to know that. But why does it matter? If the truth is there, then it's just the truth. If it's the truth, it's just the truth, right? Isn't that what we're after? We're after truth? I thought that's what we were doing. So now we're saying a man who does not get targets is to blame for not being productive when we know that when he gets targets, he's productive. Kadarius Tony, a guy who's come in to New York to try to be an OBJ-like player, gets more targets. Every other team in the in the NFL has figured out figured out a way to get their best wide receiver targets. So, is this the Cleveland Browns' way of telling us? 
that Odell Beckham Jr. is not their best wide receiver? Is it their way of telling us that Jarvis Landry is a better wide receiver than Odell Beckham Jr.? Ladies and gentlemen, I like Jarvis Landry a lot. He is not Odell Beckham Jr. So to me, and, and crazy coach brain me, is whatever I'm doing to get the ball to Jarvis Landry, I should be doing to get the ball to Odell Beckham. Oh, it doesn't work that way, blah, blah, blah. Yes, actually it does. As a coach, I can design plays that specifically get the ball to one player. You know how I know? Look around the NFL. Look around the NFL. You really think these quarterbacks are going through progressions every single play? Come on, man. Y'all can't be that dumb. You think Tom Brady's just finding the open guy in Tampa Bay? No. Most of those are predetermined. Hey, when this happens, you're going to throw it there because that's what should happen. Based off what they do, we're going to run this. This is the prime. There's a reason why they're called primary targets. There's a reason why quarterbacks have a first read because the first read is what you want to throw. So if the design is there, the first read is going to be open. Where are the screen passes for Odell? Where's the where's the where's the reverses? Where where are the crossing routes to just get the ball in his hand? Why does it feel like every single pass they throw him is something where he's got to do something dynamic to get it? Or there's nothing. One target. No wonder you're losing. And then when you see this relationship's not going to work, clearly there's a disconnect between quarterback and wide receiver. You have a chance to get rid of this man, trade him away, maybe get some assets back for him, and you don't. But then you come out and essentially and essentially act like he's not going to be a part of the team. So now you're going to punish him because he can't get the ball? Please don't tell me it's because his father made video, made a video because his father's not him. Even if we think it's him, his father's not him. So you're going to sit this, you're going to Keyshawn Johnson, this man. Hey, when you get rid of who, when you get rid of the person that, that you made a convenient scapegoat, who do they start to blame after that? Oh, I know what's gonna happen. Cleveland, remember the last time Odell Beckham was out? We all of a sudden got better. That's what you're thinking, right? So Odell Beckham's the reason you're losing games. Gotcha. And that is the issue I have. Receivers make easy scapegoats. Easy scapegoats. You can't say, Baker Mayfield struggles because he's trying to get the ball to Odell because he's not even trying to get the ball to Odell. Sometimes you can be critical because people are just not doing their job at a maximum level. And in this case, it's a failure on the, on the head coach and the offensive play calling to not get one of the most dynamic wide receivers the game, I mean, in the game, the ball. And it's a failure on the quarterback to not find ways 
to make connections with the, one of the most dynamic wide receivers in the NFL. Don't give me the, oh, well, now that's two teams that didn't want him. No, stop it. New York is still trying to replace Odell Beckham. The Browns still have a wide receiver problem. But blame Odell. That seems to be the way to go. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, you know what to do. Until next time, peace.